tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only julia hart hi everybody thank you so much for having me on oh my god welcome we were just talking before we started like you're out in the hamptons i'm out in the hamptons i saw you at jill's annual hamptons luncheon a few yep. weeks ago how are you what is going on First of all, you looked fabulous at Jill's luncheon. Just FYI, I didn't remember you. Um, you looked great, very elegant. You and did too. You had on like a red, you. I think, right? Like you had a red jumpsuit on, I think. It was like hot pink. Yeah, it was like a hot pink jump. Close enough. Red. Yeah, I remember. All, yeah, color. Lots of color. I, I took a picture with you, and I've already posted it. So there you go. Oh, thank you, babe. I'm sorry, I must have missed it. Otherwise, I would have reposted it. You're welcome. We'll do it again. Yeah, I'll have to post it when like this comes out. How do you know? I mean, before we get into all the stuff that's going on with you, just because we do love Jill here behind the velvet rope, like how did you and Jill become friends? I mean, I remember her telling me when you guys started becoming friends way back. Yeah. So when my first season came out, she reached out to me and said, hey, we're both Jewish. We're both New Yorkers. We're both in television. I'd love to meet. And we kept on trying to meet each other. And just something always happened. Like she had to cancel. I had to cancel. She had to cancel. I had to cancel. Then finally we meet inadvertently on a plane you know there's like shuttles that go from miami to um new york and back yeah so it's like quasi private because you buy a seat right so you met on one of those and we sit across from another one another completely inadvertently and we talked for three and a half hours and we walked off that airplane best friends wow wow well i love it i i i we, we love our jill you know, you're also a reality TV star. I mean, did you watch, you know, just let's focus on the show for a minute first, but did you watch like reality TV before My Unorthodox Life came around? I did not, no. <laughs> wow. I didn't. How did yeah. this whole show come about? Because it was, I mean, I watched both seasons. It was brilliant, loved it. But how Thank did the you. show come about? I mean, honestly, it started off as um, a show about the elite model look, and then it kind of transformed into this, kind of hybrid between a docu-series and a ocu-series because it's about my it's basically my present defined by my past um but the purpose of it obviously is to use my story and my experiences to hopefully impact other people's lives and show that it's never too late and you're never too old and 
if you want it and you go for it, you can get it. So that was really the impetus of everything that I do. I, I have this crazy goal in my head. I want an army of financially independent women, and I'm going to do everything in my power to create that army. When you look back to that time, you know, you, it is so inspiring, your story. Like, do you Thank have you. vivid, you know, does that just seem like, because your life is so different now, like you are a strong force to be reckoned with, you're a businesswoman, <laughs> but like back when you were in the community and like, you know, does does that just seem like an out-of-body experience? Do you have vivid memories of that time? I have very vivid memories. And, you know, we we all are guilty of lying to ourselves and I think I lied to myself and told myself that I was completely free from those feelings of, you know, um, that, you know, men are more intelligent than women, that men are more capable than women, that women are need to be subservient to men, that God only will love us if we disappear, all these kind of things. I thought I had eradicated and eviscerated those kind of negative um you know, demeaning kind of thoughts. Uh, and I realized that I haven't yet, that when it comes to work, yes, I'm super confident. I know where I'm going. I get there. I, you know, I'm really good at what I do. When it comes to personal, I'm still in Muncie. I'm still trying to please the man and, you know, make everybody happy and be the good little girl and never make waves and yeah, I got to eradicate that out of my system yet. So no, it's still there. It's still inside of me. I am a work in progress. And I have to spend every day reminding myself that I am not inferior to a man. Yeah, that's so, I'm not the same, but I have other things like my personal life. I'm all over the place. And same thing when it comes to work, like I am like a force to be wrecked. It's crazy. People yeah, don't it's understand. Amazing. It's they just it. how it is, but yeah. it really is. I'm like, I can hyper-focus and like, it's amazing. And it's yes, yes, yes. And it all right. works out. And, and I then... see what the future is. And I know how to get there. And I'm, you know, thank God, you know, so far, it's been really great. Um, when it comes to business, when it comes to my personal life, I'm 52 years old. This is the first time in my life I'm dating. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> so here we go. Do you miss anything about that time in your life before Of course. I miss my family and I miss my friends. I miss my community. I miss people that I love. You know, I always say there are no villains in my story. I don't blame a single person in my community. To the contrary, I think they're all victims. I think, I mean, sure, they wouldn't want to hear me say that, but that's how I feel that it's just the laws that are wrong. And the people there are doing their best because they think it's what God wants. Yeah. Was it hard when the show came out? Because I mean, it was such a success. I loved it. So many people loved it. But you know, like, obviously, the Orthodox Jewish community had a lot to say about it. Like, was that hard? Or just that was expected? extremely difficult, extremely difficult. You know, um, I didn't mind the hate. I expected it. What really shocked me, and it's not until the book came out, and then all these articles in the New York Times about the school system in my community. When my first show came out, People accuse me of lying and exaggerating and that, oh, the school system is great and people go to college and they have fantastic lives. And then I write the book and I give all these proof points and it's really hard to call me a liar. And then the New York Times does all these exposés about literally my schools and my community. And then it's like, oh, she didn't lie. But when that first came out and people accused me of lying, it it was just like being back there all, all over again and being told that what I experienced is not what I experienced. It was very, very difficult, extremely painful, hard, really hard. Did you have reservations in doing the show because of that or just because of reality TV or not really? You knew this. Everything, all of it. I mean, I still have reservations and I'm still doing it. I mean, I think the, the two, three weeks before the show came out, I didn't sleep at all. I was a complete mess because, look, we live in an age. I was thinking about this, you know, haters, right? People who send hateful messages to complete and random strangers. Like I've tried to think in my life, have I ever taken the time out of my day to demean or diminish someone who did me no wrong, harmed me in no way, and is a total stranger to me? Like what kind of person takes time and sits down and says, 
I think I'm going to make someone feel bad. <laughs> like it, it's, it's hard to comprehend how many millions of people out there are so unhappy in their lives, are so miserable that the only joy or pleasure they derive is from demeaning and diminishing others. That's the only way that they can feel, you know, that they exist. I don't know. It's the only explanation I can give. And I thought about it and I said to myself, okay, I have two options. Either I can feel bad. I mean, some of these comments, I mean, holy cannoli. Like, Batsheva got an image of a baby carriage, but in, like with the normal wheels and the normal handle, but instead of the body of the baby carriage is an oven and it says Jewish baby carriage. I mean, some of the things that we've received are so crazy. Things that like, you can't even understand how people could think such things. Forget about writing them. And then I realized it isn't about me. It isn't about Bacheva. There are people in this world who are really unhappy and who have nothing in their lives that gives them meaning and purpose. So instead of hating them, I'm going to try and bless them. That whatever is in their life that hurts them, whatever is in their life that causes them so much suffering, so much trauma, that the only way to get through it is to lash out at others. I hope that it solves. I hope their lives get better. I hope they find the beauty in life. Because it isn't about me. It's about them. I could do a three-hour show with you just on this because I say it all. I agree with every single thing you said. It's like, it's not about you. It's it's literally the unhappiness that that person has. Like, I, I talk about this all the time on here. It's And I agree with you, never once. Listen, every now and then I'm having a day and I'm like, I'm going to clap back at you. Most of the time I just block, but I my life, I would never in a billion years say, I'm just going to, I don't know you. I'm just going to send you some nasty comment. It's, it's so crazy. It's so foreign and insane to me, right. you know, that I don't, under, it's just unhappiness. And I agree. And then it's like, this has nothing to do with you or whoever. I totally agree. No. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Are you guys familiar with Uncommon Goods? Now that we head into the holidays, you have to be. Uncommon Goods is a website that has an eclectic selection of, well, uncommon goods. You know when you have something and people say, where'd you get that? I have already started my holiday shopping. Yes, I like to start early. And some things that I've gotten people are 12 days of hot sauce. I got another friend who loves scotch, scotch-infused toothpicks. And I got another friend, a hometown map glass set. You can actually put your friend's hometown map on a glass set. The list goes on and on and on. The more I'm on Uncommon Goods, the more I find the coolest stuff and I can't stop shopping. These gifts are so unique that no one else will have them. I also love that by shopping at Uncommon Goods, I'm supporting artists and small independent businesses. And they're made in small batches, so it's not like anyone else is going to have these gifts. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash velvet. That's uncommongoods.com slash velvet for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Does anyone else love this time of year as much as I do? It really is my favorite time of year. And much of that is because of the clothes. I turn to Quince for all of my fall and winter needs. Why? Because they have timeless essentials that will never go out of style. I literally have things in my closet from Quince that I've had forever. They have all the fall must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters. They start at $59. Suede bomber jackets, organic cotton sweaters. Quince's stuff is so high-end, but it's not expensive. Their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's a brilliant concept. They partner directly with top factories, and by doing that, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Check out all the styles at Quince today. Go to quince.com slash velvetrope for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvetrope to get free shipping and three 
365 day returns. Quince.com slash velvet rope. Do you guys have a great summer in the sun? Maybe a little too much fun? It's no secret that UV rays can take a toll on our skin, leaving it dry, tired, and less vibrant. If you want to hit the undo button on UV-induced aging, say hello to OneSkin. OneSkin is your secret weapon against the summer's toll on your skin. I use OneSkin every day on my face. I've used so many other products that haven't worked, so I went into my relationship with OneSkin very jaded, but man, my skin is so replenished, it's so soft, and I actually see results. Scientists have shown that it can actually reverse the biological age of skin by several years in their groundbreaking research. OneSkin is the world's first skin long longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code VELVET. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with OneSkin. Did your, because you know, your family bought Sheva and all your children were such a part of the show. Did they have a hard time? Like Miriam, like any of them with like the comments and all of that, or they were just. Generally people leave my kids alone. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. All the negative stuff comes to me and I'm totally fine with that. I like to keep it that way. So I think my kids had a much easier time of it. Um, And they love it. I mean. What is going on with the family? I mean, last in season two, we saw like Aaron, like, you know, was questioning and we wanted to go back to being, you know, some of the traditional values. That's where Aaron is right now. Where? He's in a school in Israel. Wow. He will not finish 12th grade. I made it through 9th, 10th and 11th in a secular school with a real education. Now he's 17. There's nothing I can do. So he is now currently in a yeshiva in Israel studying for the year. Wow. Yeah. So he's pretty well, he's so in. difficult for me. I it's <sighs> anyway. Wow. I gotta you know what? I have tremendous hope and I love him. He's my son. And I'm just gonna keep sending love and then hopefully one day, you know, things will change. Right, because you feel like you came to your realizations, right? When you did I was and... forty two. Right. You know, everyone comes in their own time, in their own path. And he is 17. Think about it. He's a teenager. Like, he rebelled in the one thing that would kill me. And that is becoming fundamentalist. Like, he knew that if he went out and partied or hooked up with some girl, I'd be like, go, man, yay. So he found the one thing that would literally, you know, I mean, it's teenage rebellion. So I'm just going to love and smile and send love his way and hope that, you know, as he gets older, he'll understand and hopefully become part of the outside world. Wow. What's going on with the rest of the family? Shlomo, speaking of dating, I mean, he has this quest for his girlfriend. I mean, how how is he? Well, you know, he's no longer, you know, with a V card. He has a different card now. So yay, Shlomo. And um, he's dating, but no one, like nobody in, you know, in particular. But Sheva and I, we're all single and we're all dating. Um, and sometimes my chef and I date the same age group. So go figure that one out. So we have like a literal chat where we put the names of everyone we're going out with so we don't accidentally date the same guy because that would be awkward. Well, that would be awkward. <laughs> oh yes, I mean, the media does, you know, if you read your dating history over the past few months, the media <laughs> says that you like young and young and it says that you like young i mean is this true they're painting you to be a cougar not that there's anything wrong with that and, you know <laughs> speaking of like you know a woman who found her voice that is really where your story is that misogyny that we have such a big deal even with you being 50 yeah and i just find it so funny like every guy you know you go to saint tropez you go to a bees you come to the hampton it's seven-year-old men with 20-year-old women nobody says boo i date a bunch of 29-year-olds and it's Oh my God. But I'll tell you something. Think about it. I'm 52. I'm also 10. I've been in the 21st century for 10 years. I've been working for 10 years. I've been in the outside world for 10 years. So the way that I look at it is imagine if you graduate college and you've been in the workforce for 10 years, you're somewhere in your thirties. That's where I'm at. That's where my energy level is. That's where the place in my life that I'm at. I just got started. So that's why I think it's not an age thing because I'm happy to date 50-year-olds or 60-year-olds. I don't care. 
the age doesn't matter. It's about energy, excitement, like, and again, I'm not making any blanket statements because hopefully I will find someone my age. It'll certainly be much easier for me. Um, but I don't want anyone who's retiring. I don't want anyone who's tired of working or tired of life. I'm just getting started. And I want someone who is going to help me on my mission, who's going to, who cares for more than himself and his surroundings and his houses or whatever it is, who will help me build my army of financially independent women who will understand my independence wants to change the world for the better. And so it's really an energy thing, not an age thing. It just happens to be. And the few people I've dated have been, you know, late 20s, early 30s, basically, so far. But you never know. Well, you, that, that 10, 10 years makes a lot of sense. I don't know what my excuse is because I date late twenties <laughs> and early thirties and I am also not late twenties or early thirties and I haven't just been in the outside world for 10 years. So I'd like to know what my, I get it. It's it's like you an, need an excuse. It's you an look at, thing. Yeah. You look at certain people and you're like, man, like, A, how are we the same age? And B, yeah, I'm, I'm not at the end here, people. <laughs> like, man, like so. just so many bored people or they're just, they're tired. They're tired of working. They're tired of this. They're tired of that. I'm not tired of anything. Like this is all new to me. I love all of this. So I, I want someone who's excited about living life, who wants to change the world for the better. And if it means someone in their thirties, that's what it means. I don't know. I get it. Well, what is, so you're, you guys, you, you and Batsheva, make sure you're not dating the same people you have you have ever- chat. Now, have you ever gone on a date? You know, you were, you had a drink at Cafe Fiorella. You're linked to do Schwartz on the Upper West Side. They say you're making out with people. Listen, I have my tabs on you, Julia. They say you're making out with people down the street at La Biblique at the bar. By the way, that was, that, that one really, I thought that was the most comical one because you notice that there are no pictures. That's because he was an octogenarian. And I think I picked up his wallet or something and he said, thank you. Like kissed me on the cheek or something. And the next day was Julia Hart kisses mystery man. I'm like, wait, what? It was not someone I was dating. It was not someone I was kissing, like kissing. It was like, I, yeah. Anyway, it was just very comical, but, um, uh, sorry, I forgot the question. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I even know. Well, I guess my question was, I mean, have you ever gone out with someone where you've said, huh, you know what? You're not really right for me, but wait a second. Maybe you are for my daughter. I haven't gone out with someone and said that because I feel like once I've gone out with them, no one can date me and my daughter. That's just weird and iggy and I'm not comfortable with that. But sometimes I get set up with people or like I'll match with someone on Raya and I'll talk to them once and I'll be like, not for me, but I think by Chava. So that we have done that, but not after we've dated someone. Like once we date someone, they're off the table. Even if we say no to them, they can't. It's just too weird. That makes so, sense. But, and we also have like a going, we always put names so we don't accidentally date the same person. That makes a lot of sense. What about like, are you on all the, I mean, Raya, like, are you on a lot of the dating apps and do you have a favorite? Um, so I just joined two this weekend. Um, I just, because my daughter, again, like without my kids, I would know none of this. But Bacheva told me that for people my age, Tinder is used more to set people up than hookups because I'm not a hookup person. I need to meet someone. I need to like them, blah, blah, blah. So um, so I went on that this weekend for the first time. And also some, someone else recommended me Match.com. I don't know if you've ever tried that one. But generally, it's predominantly Raya. I predominantly date from Raya. And that's your favorite. Yeah. It's just because they do all the research. And so I don't have to worry about like being catfished, you know, right. because not not the two apps I just mentioned, because those I just got on with. There was another app and I don't want to name it. Um, but like pretty much every person I went out from that app wasn't the person that they said on. So I was just like, this is terrible. So at least with Raya, you know that the person you're going out with is the person you think you're going out with, you know. Do you have people that meet you and then they're like, well, you know, they pretend they don't know who you are. They really do know who you are. They watch the show. Does all that come up? All the time. All the time. I have people like, oh, I've never seen your show. And then they'll say something about Bacheva or Miriam. I'm like, dude, you just gave it away that you have seen my show. And they're like, Ugh. so yeah, it happens sometimes when people pretend not to know who I am or not to know what I do. And yeah. 
Do you have friends? I mean, listen, at Jill's party, I made a comment. I think it was her hair person, her hair guy that day. I'm like, oh, that's your hair guy. He's really cute. The next thing I know, Jill is calling me over. She's like, the two of you go in a corner and talk. I'm like, oh God, look, look at Jill. I'm like, thank you, Jill. But anyway, like, what about Jill? Like, do you, do you have friends that fix you up? Jill, Jill's yeah. a good matchmaker. People set me up um, all the time. You know, I love my friends. They really take good care of me and they love me. Um, just not with anyone yet that I felt connected to, but with lovely people. Like I haven't had any bad experience. It's all been very nice, very lovely, but not for me. Who would you do like just physically like a celebrity? Like who would your type be if you had to pick someone? You know, it's so funny. I don't have a physical type. Like people ask really? me that all the time. I don't care short or tall. Could care less. Don't care bald or hair. Really don't care. Um, don't care good looking or not. The only thing I would say that I do care about is that's just because I'm just so physically fit. I do need someone who's fit, you know, just they got to keep up with me. So that's pretty much the only thing is, you know, they've got to be my fitness level, basically. Other than that, I don't really care. Like it's, I've never been attracted to a look. I've been attracted to an intellect, to kindness. I am a giant sucker for kindness. I am longing and praying for someone who's just kind, who cares about other people. I know that sounds like it should be an easy thing. It's not. And so I care a lot more about those things than I care about looks. I don't really care about looks. Wow. I was just going to say just fit and kind. That's okay. You're, you're, you're not so fit, hard kind, there. intelligent, and someone who has a purpose in their life. Like, you know, I don't care what your family did. I don't care if you have money. What do you do for a living? What is your contribution to the planet? What are you fighting for? That's what I want to know. That's okay. I'm 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 going to keep find me someone. Keep you in mind, you know, you're you're local out here. Brilliant, kind and cares about the planet. This is what I want. Okay, let me like think of the straight men I know in my life. I mean, it's mostly women. I do have a my gay my gay friends, but let me yeah, think I can't of, date a gay guy otherwise I'd be I married already. You They're and I best. could get married then, right? Seriously. Seriously. What about look at, I mean, it's so, I have so much divorce in my own family. I mean, mm. you know, it's so hard, you know, divorce gets like, is it so the, here you are, you're going through this divorce, but now it's like you have this, it's in the public. It's not just on a TV show. That's one thing for Netflix, but it's literally in the tabloids every, I mean, does that just must make it such hard, like so, so much hard. harder on such a it's different so level? hard. It's so hard. And I think the hardest part was that anyone believed any of his lies before the whistle. Like now that the whistleblower came out, people understand. But before that, it didn't even make logical sense. Like on one hand, I was being accused of marrying him because he's a billionaire. But on the other hand, I wasn't spending any of his money. I was stealing it from the company. I've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight. And I'll admit it, for me, eating is an emotional experience. When I get stressed out and whatever with this job, I turn to food for comfort. And that's why when I heard of Noom, it made so much sense to me because Noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach. They understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs. So many weight loss programs that I tried focused on what I eat, but Noom is using science to help me understand why I eat. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easy to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Rakuten, I don't buy anything online unless it's through the Rakuten website. Why? It's really simple. I get cash back as a member on everything that I buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,700 stores across every category, beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. They work with stores like Sephora, Macy's, Ulta, Nike, Petco, eBay, Expedia, Best Buy. Oh my gosh. So why wouldn't you want to buy something through the Rakuten website? Because you'll get cash back by doing 
sell. It's stuff you would buy anyway. Just today, I had to buy supplies for work and I went to Rakuten, which took me to Staples. I got 2% cash back. And then I had to book a hotel, which I booked through Expedia. I got 6% cash back. And now that we're heading into holiday season, I mean, you can rest assured I'm going to be doing all of my holiday shopping through Rakuten. You're already shopping for people for the holidays anyway. So why not go to the Rakuten website, which will lead you to all the places you need to shop at and you'll get cash back for it. Head to Rakuten.com and check it out for yourself. R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Are you guys looking for a meaningful gift this holiday season that your loved ones will actually use and enjoy? I was because if I get one more sock or candle, those gifts are so boring. And that's why I was happy to discover the most personal and thoughtful gift, the Skylight Digital Picture Frame. Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone, and they appear in seconds. You can easily personalize Skylight with GIF Mode. GIF Mode lets you add photos to the frame ahead of time, so as soon as it's unwrapped and plugged in, their most treasured memories will appear. It's the perfect gift for everyone. My best friend just got married, so I'm going to put all these pictures of her wedding on there for her, and you know, even grand grandparents can use it. It's that easy. I'm so confident you'll love Skylight, but if not, they offer a free 120-day return. As a special limited time offer for my listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com velvet. To get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com velvet. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com velvet. And then on one hand, I was supposed to have stolen all this clothing, but then on the other thing, my whole closet is on TV. We live together. I mean, the whole thing made zero logical sense. The car that I was supposed to have stolen, where I literally showed people that I paid for it with my own vehicle. Like, none of it made any logical sense. And the fact that anyone believed it and didn't, didn't think to themselves, wait, but that doesn't make sense. I mean, I saw her closet on the show, and he's saying he never saw her, like... None of it made any sense, and yet people bought it. Um, and that was very painful for me, that all it took was a guy without any proof, go, defying logic, literally, and people still believed it. That hurt a lot. That hurt a lot. That all it took was one man saying, I'm going to take credit for all her work, and I'm going to accuse her of everything. That The only thing I haven't been accused of recently by this man is witchcraft. And I'm sure that's coming. It might be coming. And that's also it's not about you either. Yeah, that's my point. I was seductress, con artist, lazy. I forget all the other ones. But I mean, basically anything that anyone has ever thrown at a woman has been thrown at me. So first was she married a billionaire. Then when everyone found out that he never was a billionaire, by the time I married him, he had very little money left. It was like, oh, well, she didn't marry a billionaire, fine. But okay, she took money from the, like, anyway, it's very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I imagine. And then do you feel as that happens, like, do you want to clap back or are you just like the public's consumption for this? Like you said, like someone says something, there's no basis. It's it's the people like their their appetite to take things and run with it. Like, what does our world become? Right. Oh, you know, I'm a totally glass half full kind of person. So I have to tell you that for every negative, unkind thing. I have hundreds and thousands of people who literally come up to me every single day in the street, in the restaurant, in a store, anywhere I go, who walk up to me and say, I didn't commit suicide because of your show. I left an abusive relationship. I started my business. And so whenever I'm feeling down and I think of all the negativity, I think to myself that I've amassed 700, that a little over, 700,000, 700,000 messages, comments from women and people who whose lives have been changed by because of the book or the show. And so that's what keeps me going is that I did it for a purpose, seems to be working, and I have to be strong enough to carry the burden of hate on my back. And I just got to toughen up and stand straight and say, I don't care because I did it for a reason and I'm going to keep speaking my truth. And that's it. Right. And think of all the people you have helped get out of a situation. That's the only way to do it. You know, I I mean, I literally today, I mean, not today, sorry, this past weekend, um, I was in uh, Shelter Island um, and this woman comes over to me and she says, you changed my life. And of course, it's not someone I know. And she said, you know, her entire life, um, 
she'd dreamt of starting this business, but she made all these excuses. She's too old. She doesn't know enough. Da, 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 da. Then she saw my show. She's like, well, if Julia did it. I have no more excuses left. And so she got up and she started the business um, like six months after my show came out. And she told me that she just broke her. She just broke the five million mark. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, considering they don't have that in them, right? I mean, it gives people a lot of. But they do. That's the thing. People have it in them. They just don't know they have it in them. People don't realize that you don't know what you're capable of until you go and try it. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to get things wrong. You just don't stop until you get it right. How hard was it? Because right here you are, you know, as we saw during season two, going through this awful divorce, which you're still going through with Silvio, but like then to lose, you know, the company, like we saw you get quote unquote fired. I haven't lost it yet, baby. Nope. We're, we're really close to getting it back. So that was my next question. Like that's still, that's still underway. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have a document that says I own half the company. So it can be hard to mess with that one. Right. 49.9998% or whatever it is. And that's still alive and it's still active. I mean, it's a document. It's signed. It's witnessed. I don't see how you get around it, but then he's gotten away with things. I don't understand how he's gotten away with before, but. You know, I I have to believe that when there's a real trial, not just a two day emergency rush thing, when there's a real trial and people will see all the documents and all the evidence at that point, justice will be served. Finally. Do you have any idea when the trial will be like, is there any timeline? And if you have a crystal ball, you please give it to me right now and I will take it from you. I know lawsuits are, (laughs) it's a whole thing, right? It's a whole, but you know what? I'm a very forward focused. I launched plus body by Julia Hart. I'm not standing still. I've gone to Ukraine. I've gone to Rwanda. I I've done these founders forums where I bring women who have started, you know, have startups and VC funders and get funding for them. Um, I've led a women's march in for Iranian women in Washington. I've become very politically active because of Roe versus Wade. So that man is not slowing. No one's slowing me down. I'm going to find a way to get my mission, which is my independent women army, one way or another. And I'm not going to stop until I've succeeded. I love that. Well, talk to me about Plus Body because I know that is alive yeah, and well. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, thankfully... You know, and again, I want to apologize to people. Um, I didn't realize that so many people would buy it so quickly. So we are out on certain sizes. We're producing the next batch. So if we don't have your size, I'm really sorry, guys. It's coming. Um, But, you know, we're very grateful for the tremendous response we've received um, from people. I think, you know, most people really love it because it basically solves all shapewear problems. Millions upon millions of women all over the world wear shapewear. And millions upon women, millions of women never want anyone to know they wear it because it's ugly. It looks like granny panties. It's nasty. It's and it's thick, so it makes you wider. And it doesn't have your cup size, so it gives you pancake boob. Nothing about shapewear is great. And basically, we took shapewear and turned it upside down. Our shapewear, because we don't dye it, we heat fuse it. We've created this process by to color clothing. So the first time in the, in the world, shapewear is like laundry. It's pink, it's red, it's blue, it's beautiful, it's patterned, and you could stretch it from here to eternity, and it does not budge. And then once we figured out that fusion process, we realized, well, what other other ways can we extrapolate and utilize it? And so then we started fusing all the pieces of, um, what's it called, compression together into one thin paper, thin piece of paper. And so it doesn't add to your girth and we put in cup sizes. So for the first time you could buy a medium with a B cup or a medium with a double D because a woman is not just her body size. She's also her breast size. So we really solved all the problems of shapewear and it's so nice. You could wear it out. You could wear it in, you could wear it under, you could wear it by itself. I just had the singer reach out to me and said she would like to wear my shapewear on stage while she performs. And I was like, amazing. Do it your way. That's the whole point of it is do whatever you want. I'm just going to make you look better while you're doing it. Is this true? I read somewhere the idea came from Bridget Jones' diary. Yes. (laughs) Like, okay, walk me through that. Okay. So you know that like pop culture wise, I still have massive holes, right? I started watching television like 
modern current television like eight years before I left my community. I started reading books, started watching movies, but I'm still catching up, you know, like um, the caring group. This was such a funny thing. The caring group invited me to this like very small niche group of people who got to watch Thelma and Louise at the Paris Theater in New York with Thelma and Louise, with Sir- Susan Sarandon and um, Gina Davis and, D- and Gina Davis. And you know, I go and the first thing that they do is, you know, Gina and Susan, they speak and they talk about the, the show and then we start watching it and everybody's talking. And as the show is going on and I'm shushing people, I'm literally like, like, a, you know, like a high school teacher. And someone turns to me, he's like, you would think you never saw this movie before. And I'm like, I've never seen this movie before. <laughs> like, you know, so anyway, so that was the first time I got to see Stalman Lou's awesome movie. So Bridget Jones Diary, I saw around 2017. And there's a scene where Bridget is sitting on her bed and she has these granny panties, her shapewear, and she has to decide, does she want to wear them? And she'll look better in her dress, but then she can't bring the guy home because no one wants to be caught dead in shapewear. And so she doesn't want him to undress her and see it underneath. So she decides I'm going to wear it, but she can't bring him home puts it on it works she gets the guy but then she gets tipsy forgets she's wearing shapewear and brings him home and there is the scene they're laying on her floor in her apartment and he like takes her shoes and he's like there's these naughty little shoes and then he starts unpeeling her dress and this naughty little dress and then he sees the shapewear and his face changes and his tone changes and he lifts up he's like oh my god what is this and he's like playing with it and her face and i watched that i was like wait a minute It's a really good question. What do women do when they wear shapewear and someone undresses them? So I started asking and people gave me pretty much the same answer. Mid foreplay, we run into the bathroom, we take it off, we hide it in the drawer, we come back and we come back. I'm like, this is crazy. So that's what gave me the idea to make shapewear that when someone undresses you, you're not going to be upset that they see it. Wow. So you have Renee Zellweger to thank for this. (laughs) Literally, literally, literally. You need to send her a bunch of it. <laughs> what we need to do is reshoot that scene with my shaper. Now that would be funny. There, there you go. There's your next like commercial infomercial reel on Instagram. Well, honey, who says we haven't? Coming soon, right? <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Have you, what advice, you know, cause you say, you know, like everyone has it in them. Like what advice would you give someone who is, you know, just starting out, you know, you built elite into like a billion dollar company. Now you're building another company. Like what advice would you have to people that are just, you know, like in a nine to five that are saying like, I mean, I, I'm personally an entrepreneur. I had another business before this. I sold it. Here I am doing something different. Like, you know, I think people, a lot of people want to take that leap, right? Then I honestly, to me, that last sentence is, uh, you know, in Hebrew, there's an expression, which means a good question is half an answer. So basically your question also provided a piece of the answer. You said they want to take the leap. There, right there is the point. Take the leap. Take the leap. You may fall. And nine times out of 10, you're going to fall but then you're going to pick yourself back up because the biggest impediment that people face is integral and internal fear. It's not out here. It's in here. And that fear is the fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, right? Because it's easy to do the things that we know really well. It's easy to do the things we're comfortable in. When you step out of your comfort zone, that's where growth begins. You are not going to grow until you scare yourself shitless. If you're not afraid every day, you're doing something wrong. That's how I see it. Challenge yourself every day. And as you said, leap. It's a leap. It's like literally jumping off a mountain without a parachute because the parachute is built inside of you and you don't realize you have it until you need it. That is true that's good advice you know and i think being a little afraid in the your business it 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 keeps you sharp right like i do yeah. notice when i get complacent is when i need to be woken up again you know that's it the minute you're comfortable doing something that means you need to be doing something else that means you've mastered this already 
Next, if you allow yourself to maintain the same level of mastery year after year, you're going to fall behind because our world is ever-changing and technology constantly redefines everything in our life. What media is, what advertising means, where we get our news, how we communicate, what we communicate. It's constantly evolving, constantly changing. And if change scares you, it's over. You have to be able to go into the unknown. And as you said, leap. You got to leap. That's it. You got to leap. And I think like ignore the noise, right? Like people want oh. you to fail. The higher you go, they're going to want you to flop even more. Just ignore. Well, honestly, the problem is we can't ignore the noise, right? It, it hits us. So the, the, what I do is I can't ignore it. I'm a human being. Things hurt me. Can't ignore it. I drown it out. I make my voice louder. That's to me the only way to deal with it. I know it. I hear it. Don't care because my voice is the only voice I listen to. That's good advice too. Do you want to, I mean, you're dating, you're out there. Do you want to get married again? I am never getting married again <laughs> under any circumstance. I told my kids, if I even contemplate, if they even hear the first syllable, meh, just knock me off a cliff, faster death, I'm done. I mean, honestly, do I believe in marriage? Yes. Um, do I think marriage is beautiful? Absolutely. But not for someone my age and in my situation, meaning if you want to have kids, I think you should get married because I think your children need to know that you're both legally required to show up every day. I think there's comfort and security in that family unit. I'm 52 years old. I have four children. I certainly don't want any more kids. I've raised 11 human beings between my siblings and my kids, and I'm good with that, you know? So I don't, I don't see why I need to put a contract on love. I want someone every day to decide they want to be with me. And the day that they don't or the day that I don't, we shake hands like menches and we walk the other way without destruction and, you know, torture. So never getting married again. You heard it here. Never. Uh, <laughs> but I do want a, someone to live with for the rest of my life. I do want to find true love. I do want a partner. I just don't want to put a contract on it. That's all. I, I agree with that. I've never been married, but I also just don't want to be married. I mean, the one thing that struck me on season two of My Unorthodox Life is when your divorce first, like this just stuck with me, like when your divorce first started and you, you know, it was all going well. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, right. Julia, oh, Julia, you should have called me. I was like, so I'm naive. Like, I was such a baby. I was so naive. I believed everything he told me. I mean, it's erg. But again, I learned, I've grown, and I'll never make that mistake again. What is like the biggest thing you learned, not from business, but from that, like from this divorce and just the fallout? Like, is there one that, thing you've learned? Yeah, that I still feel inferior to men when it comes to relationships. That in business, I'm fearless. In my personal life, I, I was too much of a wuss. I let people, I let him walk all over me. I didn't question him. I didn't double check him. I acted like I did for my community. The man knows best. You be subservient. You please him. You make him happy. I'm not going to make that mistake again. And the other thing I learned is that I'm stronger than I thought I was because I didn't think I would be able to survive this, to be honest. And look, here I am, standing tall, um, started another brand, have a lot of things going forward, and, you know, I'm alive, and I'm smiling, and I like my life, and... That meant that means a lot to me because it means that I can handle things that I didn't think I could. Right. Like what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which is such a cliche, but it is true. And you, <laughs> not, you, you I get mean, I through hate that it, saying, right? I hate that saying because it doesn't really help because I still would not have wanted to go through what I've gone through. But here I am and I'm a glass half full person. And so I'm going to find the positive in everything. Well, you have started another brand because, I mean, you have this great background in fashion. Do you, like, how would you describe your own personal style? I'm what you would call a feminine feminist. I like my curves. I like dressing very in very revealing clothing. I'm always low cut, mini skirt, shorty shorts. Because to me, my entire life until I was 42 years old, I was covered head to toe and told that my body was shameful. And so every time I put on a low-cut top or a pair of shorts, it is a to anyone who says that my body is not mine to make choices on. 
I never thought about it like that, but yes, you are always it's my freedom like flag. sure and revealing. I, am. I never really made that connection. I'm always going to be like that. I don't care how good it looks or how many people like it or don't like it. To me, this is my freedom flag. That's it. And if I gave up everything and everyone I knew and left people I loved with all my heart and soul to live an authentic life, you think someone telling me at this age you shouldn't dress like that is going to stop me? No. I've given up everything to be authentically myself, to not hide my body. So you don't like it? I'm very sorry. Actually, I'm not really sorry. Yeah. I, I think everyone could take a lesson from that because I think that's a lot of, a lot, you know, listen, I'm not for someone living for someone else either, right? Like you have to authentically be yourself and to leave everything behind. I mean, you look at people that are people pleasers and you're like, oh God, that's so not. Like I say that all the time, like at the end of the life, like you have to look up and say, I've lived my authentic life and who cares about all the And noise. I've given up so much to live an authentic life a few people or thousands of you, I don't care, whatever it is saying you shouldn't dress this way is literally makes zero difference to me. And, you know, um, a lot of people say, oh, but it's disrespectful. Da, da, da. I don't respect any religion that doesn't respect my right to decide what I do with my body. You want respect from me? You have to respect me back. Yeah. Do you have a favorite brand? Mine, obviously. <laughs> I mean, besides yours, of course. Um, not really. It just depends on every season. I don't really have favorites. You're going to have to just start wearing plus body everywhere the way that Kim Kardashian wears skims everywhere that she goes I'm, these days. I love plus body. And wait, you know, we're just getting started. It's Shaper season one. You'll see what happens for season two. For our next collection, we're going to be launching another product through plus body that is really the first of its kind. It's super exciting. I love it. I saw some, I forgot the article, but I saw like the blues and the reds and it was great. Thank you. What do you think, you know, being a, you know, docu-series, but reality TV star, like, what do you think of everything going on now? You know, like with Bethany Frankel, like in the reality TV reckoning. And I mean, this seems to be getting more serious by the week. You know, I think another really important strength is to know what you don't know. I don't think I know enough and I haven't been in the industry enough to opine on it. And I think that, you know, there are incredible people who are fighting for rights and, you know, I, I'm slowly educating myself and understanding like what the issues are and what, you know, that entire entertainment industry, the turmoil is going through. So I'm, I'm really, gaining knowledge that's honestly i don't know enough to be able to you know help not yet i'm working on it that makes a lot of sense speaking of reality tv what is going i mean you know i've heard you you hear so many mixed things but here you are i mean you may not know yourself but like season three is this ever going to happen is it officially not? i am I've heard... legally not allowed to say that's all i can say I've heard just so many things and I'm just going to put it out there to the world that I will, for one, would like to cover season three and oh, it's you. such a good show. Thank you. Do your, do your children, like, are they, where are they? And do they, do they like the experience of being they loved the it. They did. They loved it. They really did. Because, you know, again, and I, again, not that I'm complaining because this is the way it should be. The hate mostly came to me. They got the love, which is great. And so to them, you know, they utilize, everyone utilizes their platform differently. Miriam has used it to help um, women in science and STEM and to speak about women in technology. Bacheva has used it to build a career as an influencer. Flomo is my um, COO in my Plus Body Shapewear. And he's learned to be more confident and more open with women. So I think it's helped every one of them in a different way based on who they are as people, you know? And like, if you think about it, regardless of the future, like what a, what percentage of the people, just what a cool experience just to say, like we have these two seasons, <laughs> years documented of our <laughs> lives, some good and some bad, right? But it's there. And that's just, I mean, that what percentage of people could say that? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey.
It's been an unorthodox life <laughs> so far. It has been. And I'm just getting started. Anything else you want to share with us, like, you know, that I haven't covered, feel free to plug everything, anything else that I well, haven't. Um, if you haven't read my book, I really strongly suggest that you do. It's Brazen by Julia Hart. Um, and in a few weeks or a month or so, I will be introducing a new invention of mine. I have invented a new kind of vibrator. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and I think it's going to make a lot of people, a lot of women, very, 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 very happy. Um, how, how yeah. did you invent this? What was the inspiration? Um, the inspiration was personal use, <laughs> basically things that, that I couldn't find in my vibrator, things that bothered me about, I, and I, I'm an aficionado, you know, I think that every woman should know her body. How can you ask someone to please yourself, to please you? if you don't know how to please yourself. So I've tried basically every vibrator that there is known to mankind. And there's certain things that I found that were missing in all of them. And so just like I did with shapewear, I saw a hole. Oh gosh, that sounds really dirty, but I saw a hole and I stuck something in it. <laughs> I created a new product to fix the hole, to fill the hole. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I knew you were working on this. I just didn't know it was so soon. It's to about, be yeah, it's coming. I mean, wow. assuming that, you know, production is on time and you know, you never know, but it won't, it won't be up for sale. The first samples will come out like in a few weeks or a month or so, hopefully. Wow. So you could start sending those to all your friends. I will feedback. definitely be sending things for feedback. So basically if people disappear, oops, I can still hear you. If people disappear for a week and you wonder where they are, it's because they're using my vibrator and they're Seriously. just not leaving their bedroom. <laughs> they have the shapewear to go with it. It all, it's all, it's, it's the, the lifestyle brand is alive and well, right? There you go. Our dynasty. Here we go. Well, listen, you could come back anytime you want. I do Thank think everyone darling. should read your book. You know, Thank I think you, you should, you need to write a business book too, when you're done with all of this, just about, because you know, you have oh, been so successful in business and you know. Thank you. Anytime. And like, I hope to run into you in the hood. Like I said, I live very yeah. close to Jill. So I'm always kind of around. Yuntif. I mean, yeah, we gotta, we gotta hang out. Let's do drinks or lunch or anything. I know I'm game. You're we, can amazing. Do, we could even do Le Bibloquet, you know, I'm, I'm oh, right yeah. here, you know, just don't kiss me because then five seconds later, it'll be Julia Hart. Kiss a stranger. I think there's going to be a lot more headlines if someone thinks I'm kissing you, you know, I, then, then, then we're going to cause a whole different scandal at a whole different level. So I don't know how that's going to all work out, but I, I love how something happens all the way out here and yet it gets right back to page six. It's always from Le Bibloquet too, always. It was just so funny. Like, and again, I don't mind, you know, again, I'm, you see, you see, I'm open. I don't hide things. I don't. So like, it's not that it's a problem. It's just get the facts straight, you know, right? like, Deuce was a guy I actually dated. So the Daily Mail got it right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, anyway. At least be kissing someone for real if they say you are. I know. Right? At least I let mean... me be dating the guy that I'm supposedly kissing. Like, seriously. Not some stranger that I did a favor for who gave me a peck on my cheek or whatever it was. So yeah, so it was funny. pretty funny. But pretty keep funny. in touch. We'll like definitely do drinks in Definitely. The Let's do it. Let's do it. For real. Um, Okay, I got you, David Yunker. I just saw you. You're not going to forget me, but yeah, I mean, I, I could go. I'm never going to forget your name, and also, I remembered you from her party because you were dressed so nicely. Yeah, everyone loved that outfit. You know, I it's loved. Hard. I loved that outfit. I it's loved hard outfit. to dress in like 95 degree weather, and that was, that was just such a hot day. And I'm like, what? But am you I did it wear? really well. You did it really well. You were very chic. Coming I, I, from you, know, you I, I will take that. Person. Me too. I'm so such I a fashion person. Things. See, I like yeah. remembered the red. I was like, it's kind of red. Okay, yeah, it was, it was pink, close. But I, I remember. Hot pink is pretty close. Yeah, you. Remember. I remember what you, Luann, and Jill had on. Those are the three. Favorites, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's all that matters. I know. I mean, irrelevant. The three New Yorkers, right? <laughs> the three New Yorkers. So exactly. keep in touch. We'll like definitely do it. Uh, let's do. Yeah, let's do something. Maybe like get drinks on Sunday or something. Uh, I'm around. Sunday's perfect. Okay, let's do so. it. Awesome. Like, text me and we'll figure it I out. Will. We'll make a plan. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. 
And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.